Hello everyone, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Amygdala Podcast. My name is Siddhanth Karmali. I'm a high schooler from California. This podcast serves to share some of the topics that matter to us teens and their applications to living in a world influenced by humans. This episode will discuss how artificial intelligence must be used collaboratively rather than competitively to ultimately help reverse climate change. In fact, artificial intelligence must become ingrained in the natural regenerative qualities of ecosystems to the point where it becomes natural intelligence. Philosopher Yuval Harari has said that the AI whose main directive is not enhancing or restoring ecosystems is the main danger of the 21st century and provided an equation which current AI run on to encapsulate his belief. Biological knowledge times computing power times data is the ability to hack humans. In other words, BCD equals AHH. Currently, algorithms have vast amounts of the C and D variables, and using those can be very successful at hacking humans. Take a look at social media, which has tons of computing power, courtesy of their several powerful data centers, and also collects browsing data from its users through their public IP address and biometric data through calls and posts that include the user. And this computing power and data collection create echo chambers, which can start very harmful opinions. Humans are very impressionable, which is a downside of our brain's incredible neuronal plasticity. And our brain makes, up, makes us more receptive to the ideas which with, with which we agree. One important structure in the reward system is the ventral tegmental area. It's like the router of the reward system. It sends signals to all other parts of the brain and is activated by dopamine. So for example, when you see that your post has been liked, dopamine is released, and that causes the ventral tegmental area to tell your prefrontal cortex to keep posting. Thus, human brains are very easily hacked via data collection and vast computing power. However, can we create a type of algorithm that does not fuel itself on the human brain? In fact, can we create one that positively influences the human brain? Now, Notice how there's not much, not many biological data in terms of knowledge about the Earth's ecosystems. Now, for social media, I did mention biometric data, but that's different because biometric data is about the user, like height, weight, eye color, whereas biological data would be data that pertains to the environment. So recall the equation BCD equals AHH. In the cases of social media, the amount of biological knowledge is rather low compared to the computing power and data collection. Now using this framework, if there's more biological knowledge, the ability and potential to hack the human mind increases. Now this sounds even scarier than social media, but hear me out. The AHH, the ability to hack humans, is not a static variable in the sense that it is only defined negatively. It can be defined positively or neutrally as well. We could have a social media-like artificial intelligence using model whose prime directive is to collect biological knowledge about the Earth's degenerating ecosystems. It would multiply the B it collects with the already vast C and D it would have to maximize the ability to hack humans. And we would be compelled to collaborate. In other words, we can use this framework to hack the human mind into fighting against climate change. 
Our current actions using technology have been to mop up the bleeding from the wound in nature we have created. And we must now provide a medicine to heal that wound and assist in building back nature. And AI as a tool will help us get there. As we realize we are moving from the need to be sustainable to the dire need to be regenerative, the need for bee or biological knowledge becomes increasingly larger. Several people are starting to realize that our first and foremost need is to protect our own planet. Elon Musk has said that ideally the country that uses AI to rule the world will do it through leadership and cooperation rather than automated domination, meaning that the most effective use of AI is to make it collaborative. AI is a powerful and potentially dangerous tool. It can be used to disrupt the balance of current military power, seriously harm citizens, and unseat nations. Currently, the US and China are competing to build their AI prowess because the one that controls the most AI could be able to define technology, economy, and lifestyle for years to come, according to Jeffrey Ding from the Stanford Institute for Human-Centered AI. Now let's return to Elon Musk's quote. Currently, AI is being used in, a, in an arms race or an information race between the two global superpowers, the United States and China to build missiles to, to surveil their people, we as a world need to realize there's a bigger problem, which is the fast degeneration of our planet. Now, I do not know how to get from a state of enmity between powerful nations and an AI arms race to a cooperative balance for using AI to restore the Earth's ecosystems. However, it is an imperative that our leaders find solutions to this problem so that the Earth's degeneration is reversed faster we should take Elon's statement to mean working collaboratively, not just with other countries, but with the Earth itself. If such an AI exists or is built, we would not have to make the choice to work collaboratively, but doing so, building that AI would help us ensure collaborative behavior. But once we see that the choice, which is kind of being made for us by the AI that we build, benefits the planet, there is essentially no stopping us in our assistance of nature's regenerative potential. Humans have the necessary balance of power and resources to help restore ecosystems. Just look at companies like Drone Seed. The Seattle-based company uses drones to plant seeds from the sky. It's a bio. It's a. It's a feat of biomimicry, uh, which is using a, de a design from nature to solve a human problem. So birds actually do the same thing, um, or many animals that eat fruits do the same thing. They, are, they travel through their, their habitat after eating something, and then they deposit the seeds uh, elsewhere. And so the seeds get to spread, and the new populations are founded elsewhere. And the way that drones do it is that in each of the seed pucks that drop down from the drones, there are a handful of seeds inside them that are selected by an AI algorithm based on the soil conditions in the area and predators to maximize the survivability of each seed in a certain spot. They're so efficient that one fleet of drones can populate 40 acres of barren land with seeds in a single day. 
Now, Drone Seed is a relatively up-and-coming com company, and so they do not have as much of the three variables as the larger tech giants. However, they have the right balance of each of the variables. Unlike social media as described above, Drone Seed collects biological knowledge about Washington's temperate forest ecosystem. I mean, the, not just Washington, the entire Pacific Northwest's temperate forest ecosystem and which flora and fauna live there. So while social media has the facilities to hack humans, it is unbalanced. If a company like Drone Seed is able to collect more of each of the three variables as it grows larger and as the need for regenerative thinking becomes increasingly larger, then it may become an incredibly powerful method to compel humans into fighting climate change. And the way that a regenerative technology company like Drone Seed is able to hack humans is many times more beneficial than the existing way. We will be compelled towards saving the planet. Google CEO Sundar Pichai has said that when I look at the younger generation, people who are teenagers now, I can't see them making the choice to work for a company which they feel is polluting. He's right. The adolescent brain is extremely susceptible to new knowledge, and so whenever it comes by, the brain finds a place in its vast memory factories, i.e. the hippocampus, for that piece. And that makes adolescents especially susceptible to Harari-style hacking. According to Pichai, we've been imbued with the information that the first and foremost need for humanity is to bring back that planet's ecosystems. As we grow up through the hydrocene and have these regenerative ideas installed in us, we get the power of being adults in society and entering the workforce. With respect to AI communities or com companies, Pichai claims we only join those or we only want to join those which have a meaningful commitment to regenerativity. But to do that, AI needs to be used collaboratively with the environment. One possible solution that implements what I will now call Hydra AI, which is AI that follows the dire prime directive to regenerate ecosystems in the vein of drone seed, is a decentralized AI system. Just like how no one government or entity owns the internet, no one government or entity should own AI technology. A decentralized AI system would include hundreds of millions of algorithms that collect biological knowledge, including the soil samples, water quality, etc. The sheer number of algorithms would have tremendous computing power, which is the C variable in Harari's equation. And it would thus be able to collect a large amount of data, the D variable in the equation. The large amounts of each variable results in a large ability to compel humans. And as stated above, we will realize that saving the planet is in a regenerative man manner is of the utmost importance, even before going to other planets to seek out habitats suitable for humans. Thanks so much for listening in, everyone. This has been an episode of the Amygdala Podcast, the second one of the Hydrocene series, titled Artificial Intelligence in the Hydrocene. Please write any feedback in the comments or at amygdalapodcast.com. You can also follow this podcast on Instagram at, at amygdala underscore podcast and on Patreon at patreon.com slash amygdalapodcast. I hope you all enjoyed it, and we will return for the next episode. Thank you.